Nippon Bible College presents Taking Time with Brad Lytle and Jason Elford. And now, it's, it's time. time to be informed and to be encouraged in the Lord and to hear what He's doing here at NBC. Here's your Taking Time hosts, Brad and Jason. Well, welcome back to the podcast, Taking Time with Bradley and Jason. Uh, it's good to have you back. It's good to have Brad back. Yeah, it's good to be back. He was on vacation down the hallway uh, for the last <laughs> yeah. one. Uh, two, oh, I just want to dive right into this. So two episodes ago, Brad and I introduced mm. a community as kind of the first key to the discipleship pathway that we're trying to follow at, at Nippon Bible College. And we introed that and talked about why why community is so integral mm-hmm. uh, in terms of discipleship. But I think most people assume that. They, mm-hmm. they realize you need to have a relationship and community as part of discipleship, even if they don't always think of community as discipleship, mm-hmm. which they should. And then last, last episode, I had uh, Evan Stensrud, one of our second-year students, talked about his experience with community at NBC, how he's grown through that. And today we want to dive into our second key element of the discipleship pathway. And this is probably one that we get some pushback on mm. sometimes. Uh, we title it Class. Yeah. Um, that really is meant to encapsulate everything here at NBC that where we really work on training the, the mind, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. what, what does class and, and academic learning look like at NBC? Why is that, why is that important to discipleship? Mm-hmm. Well, it's a good question. I think, so one of the things that we've been trying to do at NBC, uh, as we think about discipleship, we think about it as teaching and relationship mm-hmm. together, intrinsically focused on Jesus Christ. Yeah. Now, one of the things that, as we think about the pathway, we, we see that, you know, as students come in, they come onto the community aspect, they're going to get a, they're going to, that's going to be a big part of the relationship, right? It's going to be more, they're still going to be learning in that relationship, yeah. right? But the, the focus is there is more positive, intentional relationships among brothers and sisters in Christ. Now, when you get to the, now you get to the class part, and there's going to be a higher um, intention for teaching and learning and studying yep. um, and a, maybe a little bit of a lower emphasis on relationship, right? So they're, they're meant to help each other out. And they're probably the, I mean, we think about the spectrum of teaching. and re- If you see that on the spectrum, one side being relationship, the other side being teaching, we kind of, you, you'll see community kind of on that one end and you'll see teaching on the other Right. Yeah. And, and I mean, we'll talk about the next one, that the next step on that community, on the discipleship pathway that'll kind of help us find that middle ground. But today, it, the teaching aspect, I believe, is a is a crucial part. I mean, number one, we are a school, right? Yeah. That's what that's what we do. That's yeah. this is a this is why people um, enroll, because we are a college and that's part of how we do um, how we develop people is by um, teaching them in classes and doing homework and assignments and you know all these all these different things right what are they learning in class that they're maybe not just talking about in community the the beauty of the class setting is that it, it's pushing you to to further your thinking and to, to press yeah. you to to really um, wrestle with issues 
um, that the Word of God is presenting, theological issues, or whatever it is, right? And, right? and also kind of trying to figure out, okay, what does the Word of God say about even current right. issues that are going around us? Right. I think mm-hmm. of I think of like uh, playing a sport, right? Mm-hmm. You, well, why can't we just play? Why can't we just play mm-hmm. play together, play hockey? And then the coach lets you play yeah. for a bit, and then brings you into the dressing room, and then mm-hmm. okay, this happened and this happened. We need to be doing this. We need to we need to like he's yes. getting you to think and analyze, teaching you the truth about the game. Exactly. And then now you need to go back out and you need to work at putting these things into practice. Exactly. Well, that's a great that's a great example because you know a good athlete, a good basketball player is a good student of the sport. Yeah. Right. The best basketball players have a great they call it a basketball IQ. They just have right. a great understanding of the sport. Yes. Right. The ones who have, they can be as skilled as they want, but if they don't have a good understanding of the sport, right? They're they're just not their their potential is going to be much lower. Right. Pe- people that rely just on their natural talent, mm-hmm. it might get them by for a certain period of time, but in the end, they miss out on on taking further steps. Right. Mm-hmm. Where somebody without as much talent but who's mm-hmm. willing to Mm-hmm. Put that time and effort in to develop the hot, their mm-hmm. basketball IQ mm-hmm. can can even excel past the naturally gifted athlete who's lazy. Exactly, and so when we think about class, this is a this is a way for disciples to to be engaged in discipleship. Right, the 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 word disciple means learner, yeah. um, student, pupil, right, right. Uh, apprentice, kind of the, that idea. Right. And um, and so this is one way for the for disciples to to grow in being good disciples of Jesus Christ is by learning. Right. The Bible is it's a it's an amazing book, right? It's I mean it's it's God's word, and but it's also not written for <laughs> uh, completely. It's it's hard for us to fully understand the word of God in 2020 because it was written thousands of years ago. Right. Right. So there's going to be things in the Word of God that are going to just be assumed that people know. Right. So when we think of the first century disciples, Jesus calls them, right, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. There is things that the disciples understood and knew already about the scriptures. And yes, they were going to be challenged. They were they were going to realize they had misconceptions about the word and and Jesus was going to teach them. And um, but there's things that, you know, for a 2020 disciple now you yes. know the disciples are way ahead yes right? and um, they'd already memorized much of the Torah <laughs> yeah they would have known a lot of that yeah. stuff right so for us I mean we gotta make sure we're taking that time to study and get to know the word of God more and more yes. so that we can properly um, and rightly apply it to our lives so that we can obey what God has called us to obey right yeah, yeah. And, and you can see that even, uh, um, I mean, we're talking about, you know, understanding the context, and this mm-hmm. book was written to the Ephesians, and this was going on, and mm-hmm. this is what this meant to them, and so this is what we can take out of that. I mean, mm-hmm. I can even make it more simpler than that with just how our how our foolishness or immaturity or, or, or not understanding how the Bible is written can, mm-hmm. can uh, leave us confused. My, my, my wife was reading verses to my daughters who are... Mm-hmm. You know, six to six to eleven years old, and she's and she's reading Psalm one nineteen nine and eleven. I've hidden I've hidden your word in my heart, mm-hmm. and my daughter's first response being, "That's bad. 
right? Hiding things, that's bad, right? Where yeah. they're, they need mm -hmm. to be taught what that means mm -hmm. and how to understand that and like, well, no, this is actually super valuable because when mm -hmm. you hide this in your heart, it's there mm -hmm. and this comes out, and, right? But their initial response because yeah. they don't understand the literary meaning of it is like, mm -hmm. is, is confusion. Exactly. And not knowing how to apply it. Exactly, right? And so that's, that's where class... And, and when I say class, I mean, yeah, the classroom setting, but also just the personal study aspect and, and being in a community that is, is learning, right? We're all kind right. of having these same goals of um, um, being successful in academics in that way, right? So um, that having that opportunity to just sit and, and think through the Word of God, okay, what's, what's the history of this passage? What's, mm -hmm. um, what's the historical context? What's the literary context, right? What's the... Um, what is it communicating about who God is? Right. Right? Like, there's a lot of questions and things we need to work through and, and begin so that we can understand right. these the books of the Bible a little bit more before we ask the question, you know, what is it, what is this saying to me? Or, yeah. Or, um, or, or a question like that, that, you know, a question that we often hear or we expect people to answer. Yeah. Um, well, and, and we have to, I think, in our, in our current <laughs> culture, we have to push back against entertainment Mm -hmm. culture right where we just want to we just want to be entertained mm -hmm. we want to be fed we, we want to be fed right yeah. like well but here here this is all it's more like uh our faith is something that that it takes effort and has mm -hmm. to be worked at and we can't you know it, just watching the chosen isn't going to help you become a better christian <laughs> yeah. in fact it might even like for all the good things that could come out of that mm -hmm. you might actually become misinformed right. and misled if you don't know what the bible actually mm -hmm. says about what happened and um mm -hmm. and and so this is why you know instead of like, it'd be like if the disciples just said, oh, come on, Jesus, we don't want you to teach us. We just want to hang out with you. We just want to, <laughs> yeah. we just want to do fishing together yeah. and, and, you know, have fun and build fires. And, mm -hmm. like, the, that's great to enjoy that time together. Mm -hmm. But if, if Jesus had never actually taught them the mm -hmm. truth, then, like, what would have been the point? Yes, exactly. If we're going to love Jesus, we got we to gotta know him, right? Right. And that means that's going to take time for us to get to know His Word. And I mean, and ultimately, loving Jesus means we're going to obey Him. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, often I hear um, more immature Christians perhaps you know, questioning obedience, right? Blindly obeying, like we're just, mm -hmm. we're just supposed to obey the Word of God blindly, just do whatever it says. And... I mean, even mm -hmm. getting to know the Word of God better helps you understand mm -hmm. the reasons behind obedience, you know, mm -hmm. why Jesus asks us to do this, how this, mm -hmm. it, it actually, there is benefit. And I mean, we don't obey because of the benefits only, mm -hmm. but we see uh, as our life becomes more like Jesus Christ, how we're transformed and, and how mm -hmm. life actually gets better in, in some senses, right? Exactly. Exactly. So... As we kind of try and and um, tie this together or leave our listeners with just kind of a recap or some takeaways, um, you know, why, why are we taking time? Why do, why do we make our students take time uh, to spend in class? Or why should they be taking time at home to be in the Word, going to church where they can hear the Word taught? Mm -hmm. um, what, what would you say are a couple main takeaways? Hmm. 
Well, I think, yeah, if, if I was, was going to say something, I, I would say that, you know, discipleship happens, right, when we're, when we're learning more information for the sake of transformation through obedience. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's something where we, we need to be seeking to gain more information about the, the Word of God with the intent that we want to know Him and love Him, love him and obey Him. Yeah. Um, we're not we're not just looking to obey or hear God or study God's word just to get more knowledge. Actually, the Bible says, you know, knowledge can puff up, right? And so that's that's not what we're right. trying to do. Right. What what we're striving to do here, and, and the heart behind why we would want to know the word of God and study it, yeah, is so that we can know who God is and what He calls us to do, and and how we can how we can do that. And so, yeah, that the lesson would be there that. Discipleship happens when we are learning more information for the sake of transformation through obedience. Because transformation won't just come from one message on a Sunday. Right? No. It takes time. It takes time. <laughs> yeah. It's part of the journey. A, discipl- a discipleship journey, learning the Word of God in, in the class, in an academic setting, taking mm-hmm. it into community, and then mixing those together, which will eventually get... Mm-hmm. To in a future podcast as well. Exactly. So, wow, that's, uh, yeah, this is good stuff to talk through and good stuff to remind our students of, good stuff to remind ourselves mm-hmm. of um, just continually as, as we um, try to uh, hear and do the word and be disciples, uh, passionate followers of Jesus Christ with a heart to serve. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. We'll talk to you next time. Taking Time, Taking time. with Brad Lytle and Jason Elford. Taking Time is produced by Jason Elford and Brad Lytle for Nippon Bible College.